We've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit, and we're talking about that God wants to endow the church with gifts uh, of the Spirit to really, to, to build the body of Christ up. But not only that, but to reveal to people that don't know God, that God is real. And really, when, when, we, when we start operating in some of these giftings outside of the church, out in the marketplace, out where we work at, and God starts working with us, I'm telling you, people are going to see God in a different light. And so, and so I love this. Because I really believe that these two scriptures are pinnacle scriptures in, in walking in the gifts of the Spirit. This one right here, John 16, 13 through 15. This is Jesus speaking. He says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I thank God that God will guide us into all truth. Have you ever been in an area of your life where you've been confused? Have you ever been in an area of life where you didn't know where to turn? Have you ever been in a place where you just didn't have the answers? You know, there's a devil out here. And what is his whole goal? His whole goal is to, yes, still kill and destroy. But his goal is to deceive people. And the devil wants to deceive us into thinking a lot of times as Christians, especially when we're in the valley. Is anybody listening to what I'm talking about? When we're in the test or the trial, a lot of times when we're in these tests and trials, the enemy will want to make us think that we're on our own. You're not on your own this morning. God is with you and God is for you. And here's a great revelation. God is in you, the hope of glory. Can, can I say it again? God is for you. God is with you. And God is in you, the hope of glory. I love that. Because I really believe that God wants to, you know, the Bible says, there, there's a scripture that says, In him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. Have you ever heard that? There used to be a song uh, that I used to listen to years ago when I first got saved. It goes, in him we live and move and have our being. In him we live and move and have our being. Make a joyful noise. <laughs> Sing unto the Lord. Tell him all your love. Dance before him. Man, pastor, you're free. <laughs> oh, man. Could you come up here and sing, man? I, I'm thinking about taking singing lessons. What do you think? <laughs> so anyway, I'm telling you, when you start walking with God, God is not religious. God is not stuffy. God is not. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying to you today. God is a lot of fun. The Holy Spirit wants us having fun. Are you listening? I'm telling you, God is not trying to get us conformed into a bunch of rules and regulations. You know, there's only two commandments that Jesus really gave the church. Yes, there is the Ten Commandments, and I'm not discarding that. But the two commandments is to love God, what? With all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And what's the second? I'm working on the second, by the way. Love your... <laughs> 
<laughs> Anybody working on the second command? Love your neighbor as yourself, pastor. Amen. Oh, man, I'm working on that. <laughs> That's like a lifetime of work. You know what I'm talking about? Loving those that are unlovely. So, I mean, that's, that's, and then Jesus says, love those that are your enemies. Love those that when you loan them money, love them enough not even to ask for it back. <laughs> Pastor, are you here? I mean, in other words, the Bible says if you even loan money, you might as well forget about getting it back. That will keep the offense out of you. Are you here? That will keep you from being offended. Hallelujah. And so if we're going to walk in the spirit of God, if we're going to walk in the gifts of God, we're going to have to walk in the love of God. We're going to have to pursue love and walk in that love because I'm telling you, you can operate in a gift, but you can get really prideful if God gives you a gift operated. So you've got to temper that with the love of God. Somebody say this. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. So whenever we're operating in spiritual gifts, it's about us pointing to Jesus and saying that Jesus is the great one. Amen. And so here he says, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Uh, you know, listen, God is all knowing. Can I say it again? God knows everything. But what's so awesome about God, he just doesn't know just what is happening today and the past. He even knows the future. God knows the future better than we know our past. And so, so I, I, what I'm trying to encourage you, I'm trying to encourage you to walk with God because, he, because when we start walking with God, we will tap in to an all-knowing all God that will reveal things to come. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? In other words, God, he wants to, listen, this, these two scriptures are so awesome because I'm guaranteeing you, you know, we, we're, I'm talking about praying for the gifts of the spirit and operation, but this right here guarantees that we can walk in the best gift, the word of wisdom. And uh, the word of wisdom is a knowing of the future. It's God revealing truth about the future for our lives. Hey, man, I thought I was going to get a better amen on that. Listen, he said that when the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit comes, he will, uh, he, uh, will speak, he will tell you things to come. So that's a promise. Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit will tell us things to come and you can bank on it. Amen. Now, don't be asking him about the lotto numbers, okay? Don't. God, what, what is the lucky not? Don't, because I, I don't think God operates that way. <laughs> Amen. He might tell you to start giving into the offering. Though. Okay, we won't go there. <laughs> he might tell you give an offering, so into the kingdom of God, and then he will open the windows of heaven. Amen. No, what's the lotto? If I win the lotto, I'll give big back to God. If you're not giving to God now, you won't give big when, you, okay, we won't. It's Bible. Bible says if you, can't, if you can't be faithful in the small things, and tithing is a small, tiny thing, then you can't be faithful in the big things. Okay, I'm stepping on somebody's toes today. Amen. Now look at this. And he says he will, uh, look at this. Um, 
Let me go back up, back to John 16. Let's re read it again. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you to all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come, and he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take a mine and declare it to you. That is awesome. So, so, so all things that the, you know, Jesus said, all things that the Father has, Jesus said, I have. Ooh, man. And all things that Jesus has, I have. Are you listening to one? Boy, this is pretty deep today, Pastor. Listen, you've got to know who you are in Christ, what you have in Christ, and what you can do in him. And the devil wants us to, to stay naturally minded. He wants us to stay in a natural mindset. But we, we need to get heavily minded. There's an there's old saying, you're, you're so heavily minded, you're no earthly good. Have you ever heard that? That's not scriptural. As a matter of fact, we should be thinking on things uh, on high, in a higher plane and a higher level. Amen. We should be, Jesus always thought spiritual. Amen. He was always thinking, he wasn't thinking on a natural plane because, you know, he would talk and we'd say things and, and even the disciples would be like, what is he saying? Why? Because he was in a higher plane. Amen. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 12, 1. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And so, really, we don't want to be ignorant of how the spiritual gifts operate. So that's why we're studying them today, uh, or that's why we're studying them for the past three weeks, because I want you guys operating in the greater gifts. And so, it says here uh, in 1 Corinthians 12, 31, and Paul is exhorting the church. He's saying, earnestly desire the best gifts. And then, it, and then he goes, and, and then again, I show you a more excellent way, which is walking in love. And, and the next chapter, chapter uh, 13, is walking in love. And so, and so we see this, that we need to earnestly desire. Listen, you're not going to walk in the giftings and the power of God unless you're asking for them. Unless you have a desire for them. And it's not so you can look all great. It's not so you can be lifted up. It's to really to minister to other people. And when we have a right heart attitude, God will use us in these giftings. Not only that, some of these giftings will work to enhance our own lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so, so here... I love this because the reason why I'm ministering, because you need to have faith and believe that, listen, I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be caught off guard. As a Christian, I don't want to be just side blinded. Something just happened and I had no idea what was going on. I, I like the idea that God is revealing things to me, warning, giving, leading me, opening doors of my eyes to see truth. And, you know, I don't want to be a blind Christian. Amen. I want to be a Christian that will be able to see into the spiritual realm. I want to know where I'm at in God and where God is taking me. Amen. See, there's a lot of Christians, they don't even know where they're at in God. Oh, oh man, I'm stepping on something. See, there's a lot of Christians in the body of Christ don't even know where they are at in God. And then they don't know what God wants them to do. 
and they're living their life really a, 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 a natural life without really having the supernatural involved. And I want God super on my natural. I want God to reveal things to me. I, I want him to open my eyes to truth. You know, uh, this one lady had a daughter that was going to another city and, uh, and she was supposed to call her mom and uh, she, she went to the city and she never called and, they, and she never ended up in the places she was supposed to and her mom thought she got abducted. And she was all frantic and upset and all that. And, 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 the, and she came to the pastor and, and the pastor believed in the gifts of the spirit. So he started praying and the Lord revealed to the pastor that she got on the wrong bus. You want a pastor that can hear from God. And she was frantic. She's like, oh, she's got abducted. She's, she's, oh, you hear what I'm saying? Do you know how the devil works on your mind? The devil will try to put fear, doubt, and unbelief on you about your family. No, no, give it to God. But I'm telling you, the, the, the pastor said, no, I got a word from God. She went onto a different bus. And you know what? A day later, she called and said, Mom, I got on a different bus. What am I saying? What I'm saying to you is, it's nice to be able to operate in some gifts, to hear from God, because it can save you a lot of heartache. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? See, listen, I believe God is raising up a spiritual church. And see, so you're just not in it. You may look around and say, is God really doing anything in this place? No, he's doing something in you, and he's doing something in me. And it only takes a few of us to turn the world upside down. And once we get a revelation of who we are, this little church can turn Virginia Beach upside down. You believe that? See, God, God is in small numbers. He's in big, but he's also in the small. See, Israel was a small uh, people. It wasn't a lot, you know. And, and, but God is in the small and to demonstrate his greatness. Remember Gideon? Remember, they started off, I believe, at 30,000, and, and God said, too big. Then they went down to 10,000, too big. Then they finally said, you know, uh, uh, it whittled down to 300 people. Have you ever seen the movie 300? Has no connection. But, um, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw the movie 300. Has no connection with that, but it, it's a good title for my, but anyway, we'll continue. And, uh, so what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that God wants us walking with him. He wants us talking with him. He wants us having a living relationship, not, not just religion. Amen. Jesus hates religion. He hated religion. He hated the idea of what religion does and binds people up. But really, God is all about relationship. He's all about revealing truth to us. Really, God wants to give you the desires of your heart. I thought God wants to take something away from me. Now, have you read John 3, 16 in a while? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he took from you. No, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God is a giver. He's not a taker. He's not a thief. He's a giver. He wants to give you life. Jesus said, I give you life and give it to you what? More abundantly. 
I tell you, when I'm praying every day, I say, thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. Thank you for the abundant life of Jesus Christ. Every day I say that to him. Almost every day. Thank you for that abundant life of Jesus Christ flowing to me. The same uh, spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. Thank you that I'm not under the law of sin and death. Thank you that I'm under the law of life in Christ Jesus. And that law of life in Christ Jesus is greater than the law of sin and death that's trying to drag my soul to hell. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And the enemy may be pulling on you to quit, pulling on you to throw in the towel, pulling on you. No, you can't quit. Why? Because you got the greater one on in, inside of you that won't let you quit. How do you know that, Pastor? Because I've tried. And I'm still here. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying to you today. The greater one. Somebody say the greater one is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You need to start making some bold decrees because the devil is all constantly speaking, constantly putting garbage in our heads. And you got to learn to cast down those imaginations and speak God's word. When, it, when Jesus was in the wilderness and the devil came to him and said, If you be the Son of God, turn these stones and And Jesus said, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And then the devil kept hitting him. And the devil kept hitting Jesus. And finally, Jesus passed every test. How did he do it? By quoting the word of God. And the only way you're going to overcome your test, your trial, you better speak some word and allow God's word to work in your lives. I'm not losing. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. I'm more than a conqueror. Regardless of what it looks like. Somebody say, I walk by faith and not by sight. Glory to God. Doesn't matter what your bank account looks like. But pastor, I've been tithing for three weeks. I haven't seen any changes. Keep tithing. Keep standing. Glory to God. Amen. So we're talking about the gifts of the Spirit here. So in 1 Corinthians 12... Four, uh, through 11, it says here, there are diversities of gifts with the same spirit. There are differences of ministries with the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works in all and all. But the manifestation of the spirit is to give to each one for the profit of all. So, the, so, so he's saying the manifestation of the spirit. So these gifts are given to us by the Holy Spirit. And it's as the Holy Spirit wills. And so he goes into this list of gifts. I'm not going to read them. But I'm just going to paraphrase what these gifts are. And they are in three categories. Uh, the first category is the revelation gifts. And these gifts reveal something. And really the number one revelation gift is the word of wisdom. And the word of wisdom is God revealing the truth of the future to you. So the word of wisdom is not just for you, God's showing you something, but the word of wisdom is designed to help somebody else or to direct them into a place where they can move closer to where God wants them to get to. 
So, so the word of wisdom can be used and, that, and, and, and to, 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 to reveal the truth of the future. And this is a key because God can give you a word of wisdom and that thing that may, it may be a warning or maybe something that God may want you to move into like a ministry calling. And if there's a warning, you may be able to change what God reveals to you in the future. In other words, it may be something that might be a neg maybe somebody get in a car accident and God may reveal it to us through a word of wisdom and we can pray and stand for that person and that person can uh, then it can change the future for that person. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? The word of knowledge works the same way. This one lady she, she, uh, her son went out uh, to go find a job and uh, she, he was an adopted son and, and she was a, a Christian sold out and all of a sudden she felt the, the urge to pray for him and she started uh, praying in that unknown language we talked about and she didn't know how to pray but the, the, she says Lord God I'm going to pray for him and she prayed and, and God moved on her and then she felt peace and then he came back home four, three or four hours later found a job he, and, and oh she had a vision and she saw him going into this I don't know if it was a strip club something that was not good for a Christian to walk into are you hearing what I'm saying to you today do I have to tell you that's not good? But anyway, um, and, he, and, and he walked in and he stood and he, and he was in the, that place for a couple seconds. He stood up and he walked out and he walked away. And then he went and came home. He said, Mom, I had a great victory today. I was able to, 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 to turn away from walking in sin. And she said, I got you that great victory. <laughs> What am I saying to you today? I'm telling you, listen, listen, uh, husbands, uh, wives, wives, pray for your husbands. Husbands, pray for your wives. Yes. Probably be a lot less men falling if, if, we, if the spouses would pray for their men and a lot less women falling if the, the husbands would pray for their spouses. Okay, I won't charge you that. We need to lift each other up because there's a bad devil out here trying to deceive people and trying to bring them on the broad road of destruction. Even Christians. That's why we got to walk in him. Amen. So we have the revelation gifts and that reveals something. And so, and so there's three there. Praise God. The word of wisdom is supernatural word for the future designed to prepare people for future events and prepare us uh, of what's going to go down. And I like to be prepared. Amen. The word of knowledge is supernatural word predicting events in the present or the past knowledge designed to reveal to people that God is aware of their life. Amen. So a word of knowledge is God, God may give you a word of knowledge for somebody uh, just to reveal to that person that God knows that they exist. And it works well when you're witnessing to people. And so the word of knowledge can work hand in hand with, with gifts of healing because God can reveal something wrong with a person without them telling you they got a problem. Do you got a, a, a bad, or do you have a, you, you may get a, a word of, a word of uh, uh, knowledge can operate in a way where you can feel somebody's pain. It's not, and you, all of a sudden you got a pain. It may be in your back and, and you're with somebody and you say, do you got a back pain? And they say, yeah, how'd you know? Because you felt it. Praise the Lord. Wow. That's how it works. And the way you get the pain off your back, you pray for that person. 
Now, I'm just trying to tell you how some of this stuff works. Because something like, you, you, yeah, what's the word? Where they give, God gives you a word and tells you what's wrong. Yeah, he can. He can tell you uh, uh, bad uh, back pain. He could give you a word in your mind, a thought. But also, he can actually give you a feeling of what the person's going through. Amen. Amen. So I'm just kind of giving you some, some working knowledge of how some of this works. Um, uh, uh, you got uh, discerning of spirits, and that gives us the uh, ability to see into the spirit realm. Uh, this one person, pr this one pastor was praying, and for some reason things weren't going well in his church, and he was praying, and all of a sudden he saw a demon up in the rafters in his church. And so he saw that, and he commanded that demon to leave his church. And it left. And everything cleared up. Now, I'm not saying everything is demonic and every, that all your problems is caused by de demons, but a lot of them can be. One of the biggest lies that the devil has played on mankind is that the that, that devil doesn't exist. That he's not even around. He doesn't influence people. Look around. He influences people. He influences people to kill people. What just happened a couple weeks ago? Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? The devil is influencing people, but God is influencing people too for good. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So, so we need that gift to be able to see in the spiritual realm, and that really helps us to, to, to do what Jesus is calling us to do. Sometimes we may be called to cast out a demonic spirit out of a person, and God will reveal that to us, and we may see it, and we, and we pray for that person and get that person set free. Amen? Amen. Because in healing, it's two things. It can be organic or it could be a demonic spirit working on somebody. Amen. In pain and things of that nature. Amen. Glory to God. And so we got to get a revelation of that. Uh, I remember that the, the pastor was praying for this one. Pastor, pastor Hagen was praying for this one lady that had cancer. And they were praying for her. And she had breast cancer. And she was dying. And he prayed. And the Spirit of the Lord told, told him to stand in front of the bed and tell that spirit of cancer to leave that lady's body. And he did. And, 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 and he saw in the spirit room like a bat type creature fly off her body. And we'll go out the window. And you might say, oh, is that really true, pastor? Things of the spirit are more real than things of the natural. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it exists. You may say, oh, pastor, you haven't seen your brain, have you? Are you sure you got one? No, I won't go there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys. I got a million of them. Amen. <laughs> so, are you listening to what I'm saying today? Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It does exist. I can't see radio waves or TV waves or whatever, but you can turn on your phone and it's working. Amen. Glory to God. So, so we need to get a revelation of that. And, and, uh, and so, uh, so you have the, uh, now we're going to talk about uh, the power gifts. And the power gifts, I'm just kind of going over this, just try, try, and I'm going to get it done quick. But the power gifts, you got the gift of faith. And the gift of faith, it give, God gives you the ability to speak something, and it happens. God does all the work. You speak to the storm, and it ceases. It's a gift. It's a supernatural faith that you know it's going to happen no matter what. You speak and it happens. You don't have to kind of, you know, 
you know, psych yourself up. I know, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. No, you know, without a shadow of doubt, when you speak, it happens. Jesus, when he spoke to the fig tree, he said, no man eat fruit of you forever. And that tree dried up from the roots the very next day. That was a gift of faith in operation. He spoke it. A gift of faith is Jesus sleeping in the, in the boat when a storm was coming and he was sound asleep and he wasn't bothered by it. In other words, you can walk in the gift of faith when all hell is breaking loose in your life and things are not going right and things are going down the toilet and you can still walk in a gift of faith and have peace in the midst of the storms. And that's what kind of faith I want to walk in. Sometimes I gotta psych myself up for it. Oh, you hear what? You anybody ever try to psych yourself up, man? The gift of faith. Somebody say, God, give me the gift of faith. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10:30 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.